Funding for Start the Beat is provided in part by our supporters on Patreon. Thank you. Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of those people, I hope you enjoyed the conversation and thanks so much for coming back. But for everyone out there who's new to the show, welcome. Feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer, soda, water, coffee, tea, whatever you like in the fridge. Cheers to all the fine people of the internet as I drink this coffee that I do not need. It's putting my anxiety through the fucking roof. I don't know why I do this to myself, but hey, that's life. So, mm, nice. I'm sitting here today on the internet with someone that I just met, I don't know, maybe 45 seconds ago, but that's how it goes today in the realm of meeting people on the internet, not being able to podcast in person. Uh, Everybody. Fine, fine friends of the internet. Make some noise for my new friend, Justine. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Everyone's happy that you're here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here, man. I'm happy that you're here. Thanks for reaching out. You are a, I don't know what. Okay, so tell me what it is that you're doing. Because I've checked out your SoundCloud and it's. It just sounds like underground hip hop to me, but some people prefer rap. Some people call it pop. Some people like what, what do you consider it? Because you seem like somebody that's maybe a little bit younger than me. And I'm not sure what like people are considering the music you're doing nowadays. What do you call it? To me, the way I look at it is like you said, it's like underground hip hop basically. Cause I, I like to do old school. I like old school vibes. And so that's basically what I go for is old school hip hop, boom bap. Cool, cool, cool. So in terms of you and doing music, how long have you been putting music together? Where'd you get started? Um, to be honest, I only been writing and recording music about six months now, but that's only because I just got the opportunity to do it through quarantine. And I can honestly say that's one thing quarantine has done good for sure. And uh, that's, I definitely started probably about six months ago, but I mean, I've been in music forever. I've just been wanting to get into it and looking for a foot in the door. Absolutely. I think it's been a great opportunity over the past year now for people to finally start putting some extra time into things that they've been maybe wanting to do, but they've been just distracted or unable to because of all the other bullshit in life. So you said that you were into music prior to finally starting to do some music. What kind of music were you listening to? Also other underground hip hop? Yeah, I like to listen to underground people. I would go to Dat Piff and explore artists on there because there's there's a lot of underground on there. And um, I, I listen to a lot of underground, but I also listen to a lot of, like I said, old school. I like listening like Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, all those albums. Like I like the real stuff from from you know old school like the real gangsters yeah. of hip-hop and stuff i like to listen to them and that's really where i got my inspiration from to be because i i could say that i definitely make like a couple different subgenres of music but being real is one of my favorite genres and that's that's pretty much what i go for a lot 
whenever you were like coming into finding this music, because the kind of stuff that you're trying to do, at least for me being an, like an outsider looking into like other people that are doing music and like rap or hip hop, like the, the, the boom bap side of things tends to not be like the most popular these days on a mainstream level. Right. So how did you discover a lot of that music when you were growing up? Um, I, I'm not sure if it was the people that I was hanging around, you know, they were listening to that type of music, but I, I always had music in my head and in my ears. I've listened to music 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It, as long as I'm awake, I'm listening to music. And that's been like that since I was eight or nine. I've always just been exploring and listening to music and that, that genre just stuck to me. Just I like the beats. I like the way the you can flow with it, and it's just a great. It's great altogether. Absolutely, man. So now you're you're six months in. You've done some recordings. You've put them online. How's like response from like the people in your circle and things like that? How's it been like putting your yourself out there all all out in the open publicly and shit, man? That's wild, especially oh, when like you're, when you're first doing it. Like I remember that shit for me, and I didn't have the internet back then because I'm a dinosaur. So yeah. what was it like for <laughs> you, man? It's crazy, really. Like I never really pictured me being on social media presence the way that I am. It's it's crazy. I never in my life imagined that I would be like that. But it's great. I get a lot of support locally. And like the way I started this is my boys that I uh were at Quad ENT. That's what we do. And that's our whole music group. We all started this. They brought me in. They were probably six months into the group thing themselves. They've been doing music their whole life. And they brought me in and introduced me to this. And they basically put me into what they were doing. And man, they helped me get an excellent jump on the competition. I can say that much. You know, like they put me in my first EP. I did excellent numbers on SoundCloud and they helped me with promotions and we have a guy that does social media and he covers our promotions and everything. And it's amazing. It was, I, I could say it was definitely hard, but those guys made it easier for sure. No, I think that that's awesome that you're so, I mean, like this is like a very young thing, you know, six months in, that's nothing in the grand scheme of things, right? That's a very short amount of time, but yeah. You already have a lot of the things that I would probably recommend for people starting out to like do, like putting yourself in a creative environment, working with other people, collaborating, building a team. These are all super important things because when you're starting out sometimes, it's really easy for like you to just put all of the weight on your own shoulders and like yeah. maybe not be willing to take help from other people or just maybe not even knowing like who the hell you can even reach out to or talk to, you know what yes. I mean? But you, you're starting from like a really fortunate position where you can, uh, fucking do, uh, what am I saying here? You can fucking, um, you're starting out now six months in, but you already have like a cool group of people a that cool are like, group, yeah. they're doing their own creative shit as well. 
and that can help you like on your journey since they've been already doing it for a little bit and you can kind of like learn from them and you can all grow together. Absolutely. It's awesome. Like I said, it's, and we're all friends from the past, friends from middle school, high school. So, I mean, we're all real tight and we get, we get along very well. We're very misfit friend, like group of friends, but we all get together very, very well. And it works out. We get stuff done. Yeah. So, you know, prior to you starting your musical journey, um, I'm assuming that you knew the, you, you were already friends with everybody that you're doing this shit with all of the, the quad yeah. ENT people, right? Yes. All right. So how long have you known all of them? Did you like grow up together? Or did you meet them through school? Like what's the situation there? Uh, my bro, uh, 15th cool. He, uh, me and him went to middle school together and we've been friends ever since then, you know, and he mentioned music a couple of times to me and we just talk about it, you know, back in middle school and in high school, he really started to silently get into it and writing his own stuff. And basically I didn't even know about it at that point, but after high school, senior year and such, he, he wanted he wanted to really take off with it, and I I supported him the whole way there. And meanwhile, I was working. I was already working 50 hours a week, so I just was focused on getting money at that point. But And my boy, uh, Meraki Slick, him, I met him in high school. Um, we just been pretty, pretty good friends ever since then. You know, we didn't really talk much in high school, but – we kind of reconnected whenever I came back and started talking to Cole and hanging out with him again. And me and him reconnected. And then we got our, I would basically call him our manager. He does all of our social media and everything. Uh, my boy Keo, he does it all. He puts all of our social media together and helps us promote our stuff. And he's crazy. He's always on the ball with that. But I, uh, I just recently met him, I'd say probably about a year ago. So that's wild. So, you know, in terms of everything that you got going on now, moving forward, um, what is the plan for, you know, what you're going to be doing now? Because who knows what, you know, the deal with quarantine is when or yeah. if it is ever going to end. Fortunately, it seems like, you know, with the style of music that you and your crew are doing, like you have a lot more of a push online. Like that kind of music is really easy to promote online versus some other type of genres. I'm sure that you would like to get to play a show at some point in time. But, you know, for right now, you just have the online shit. So what, you know, what are you hoping for coming up in 2021? Well, 2021, man, we're hoping we know 2021 is going to we're going to blow up this year. We're getting some we're getting stuff done for sure. Right off the bat, we had I just had a song drop today, actually dropped at midnight. That's called Oops. It's on all platforms. Um, I got I just got on. uh, We're all independently labeled on United Masters. Got me and 15th Cool. We're all on United Masters. And Meraki, he's actually on Distro Kid right now. Mm-hmm. And but we're all getting our music distributed. And um my boy Cam, he's our beat maker. He's just got on Beat Stars and he's selling his beats now. 
and he makes some beats for us here and there and he's doing some songs and we're gonna we're starting to work with him and uh really we're focused on for 2021 we want to focus on doing starting music videos mm. we all start starting to build up our youtube channels and such and just really i mean putting in the work just promotion wise and pushing merch we're building a merch website we actually have a whole quad ent website already up online and in there you can see our bios and every project that we released and what it's about and what's coming up next and there's blogs and here within the next week there's going to be a full a full merch release on there as well that's fucking wild man that's awesome that you know man like you're in such an exciting part now and hopefully it continues to stay exciting because it's real easy to get burned out on this shit super fast, especially because there's so much that goes into it. The further down the rabbit hole you go, because right now it's cool because like you're just hanging out with your boys and you're recording music and you're putting it out online. But now it's like you start digging into like, Oh, well we, we want to do more video content. We want to build up all these social media accounts. We want to do these merch drops. We want to, you know, get this thing as big as possible but it's like the more responsibility you take on it's like the more bullshit you got to deal with in a lot of ways you know what i mean it's like all the business side of Mm -hmm. all this stuff you know what i mean it's like whenever like the reality of the situation like i really want to make this a thing but now you gotta fucking start introducing the business aspects of it so what has that been like for you now just over the course of like these past six months just starting out like you're new to all this and like you're starting to like realize well this is going to be a lot is it what you were expecting or is it like is there anything that's kind of surprising you or like taking you off guard as it's just starting the ball starting to get rolling i mean as far as how far we are with the music and what we're doing now, I, I expected this because we, I mean, from the jump, whenever we all got together, we first had our first uh, quad meeting. We all got together and we said, look, if we're doing this, we're in it for the long haul, whether it takes months, years or more years, just, you just got to be all in. And we all, just basically dedicated ourselves to this group. And since then, I can't say that we've slowed down one bit with progression. We've always been so constant with it. And I feel like, I feel like we're really doing great for ourselves as a business. Like we get together and we have business meetings and it's strictly business. It's strictly what's going to be happening, what's going on now. And, we try to plan for a couple months down the road at least to, uh, you know, make sure we all have our priorities straight and make sure we know what everybody's doing to keep it in line. So yeah. we, we definitely separate the business from the friendship. I can tell you that much. It, it, it's, which I feel that's necessary. That's definitely necessary. And that's another thing that it usually takes people a lot longer than you would expect to figure out. <laughs> um, yeah seriously uh you know i've been in that situation where like i was in you know music 
projects with friends for like a lot longer than six months. And like, they were just like, it can get fucked up because sometimes people can hold you back, but you don't want to say nothing. Cause it's like your boy. Right. But it's, it's, it, it, it gets real, real fucked up. So, yeah. And that's how it is. You gotta, you gotta separate that. And it's like, if, if you have something to say about the business aspect of it, it has nothing to do with what's going on in your personal life. It's, it's, Hey, you're not getting this done for me. I need it done by this date. You know, all right, I'll get on it. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. You know, just. So this is like, you know, so much learning is happening at the same time that you're creating and putting out all of this new content. Right. Mm -hmm. So if anything, like in the first six months of you doing this, what do you think is like the most valuable thing that you've learned so far? Oh man, the most valuable thing <laughs> I've learned so much. It's insane. I, I, I learned so much about social media. I would say social media is probably one of the most valuable things in the music industry. In my opinion, yes, you have to have, obviously you have to have good songs and good lyrics and, but social media is really like it puts you up there. It, it it controls your career basically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I would say I would say social media, like before this, I had nothing to do with social media. I didn't really want anything to do with social media. Yeah, I don't blame you. It can be pretty fucking toxic and yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, but that now that you are deciding to walk down this path of being a fucking, you know, an entertainer, getting started in your career, now you really don't have too much of a choice. This is going to kind of yeah. be, you know, what you are going to be doing moving forward. <laughs> so, uh, how has, you know, are you finding that social media isn't as bad? Are you finding positive things in it now that you have art to share? Or are you still like not super comfortable using it all the time? I like the feedback that I get from social media, which obviously, I mean, who doesn't, but I, I like the, I like negative and positive feedback. Like I said, if, I mean, constructive criticism is always okay. I'll always take that over you know, somebody just listening to my song and not saying anything. I'd rather have that. But like, I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. What was your question again? Uh, I was just saying, I was just saying, man, like, you know, like how you're getting, I was asking about how you are getting comfortable Oh, if you yeah. are getting more comfortable using social media and then you were talking about how you enjoy the feedback, whether it's positive or negative, uh, because yeah. you'd rather somebody say something than nothing at all. And that's also like, I agree with you 100%. Nothing is like worse than putting something out and just like getting nothing like total radio silence. It just makes you feel invisible. I'd rather yeah. a motherfucker tell me that my shit's whack or total garbage than saying absolutely nothing at all. At least I know somebody seeing it or hearing it, you know? Yeah. That's what, like I had a guy text me early this morning whenever I released the single that I released today. Mm -hmm. And he said, not going to lie. This isn't my type of music, but keep it up. It sounds good, which that's, I, that's good enough for me, man. Sorry about that. My light just completely shut off and I don't know what the hell the deal was with that. You're good. Yeah. So 
that's the funny thing is like I I've been doing this podcast for a lot longer than six months, we'll say. And uh I'm still trying to figure shit out. It's like the learning never stops. No. That's why, like, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, people might be like wondering, like, hey, like, who is this Justine? Like, why, like, why are you talking to somebody that is just starting out? Because, like, you know, I've had like people that are like Grammy nominated artists on my podcast. I've had people that live in Norway on my podcast or like somebody that's just getting started out. And I think the important thing to realize is that like, we're all in this together and there's like no reason to not give anybody a chance to like talk because we're all learning. And that's what like this show is about is just conversating with different artists all over the place and just trying to figure out where we all are. Like we're all, you know, skin and bones and flesh and blood and just brains that somehow work. We have these organic computers in our head, you know (laughs) what I mean? It's fucking wild, man. It's crazy. It's so crazy. So, you know, one of the things that's always fun as an artist, you know, as you start to write and like, you're like sharing your experiences through your music and telling your story and all that stuff is like, as you start to grow up, your story starts to change. And then like your music starts to change as a result of it. You know, I mean, obviously we can't have this conversation yet because it's only, it's still a very, very young thing, but you know, like, do you still feel, do you feel as though like you're creating the music that you want to create 100% right now? Or do you still see like a lot of room for growth in terms of like where you want to be moving forward? Well, I definitely, I could definitely say I make the kind of music that I want to make right now. That's like my main thing is that I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be, this or that i'm not trying to be this person or that person i like to make my music and the way i look at it if if people appreciate it or they look at it the way that i do then they will appreciate it and you know i just feel like if i keep making my music my way and keep putting out that same constant energy people will pick it up and eventually even people who aren't fans might catch on and they'll respect it, you know? Yeah. I think that it's really, really important. And this sounds like super fucking cliche and it sounds like a fucking obvious thing to say, but I still think a lot of people miss it. And I think that like, it's really, really important to just be yourself. Even if you know, just being yourself, right? Even if it's not what a lot of people are fucking with, it's not their energy, right? Just be yourself because if it works, at least now you are yourself and people yeah. are engaging with you because it, you're you're just being you instead of having to put up this like fake persona or this fake character that then now you have to keep up with it. You know what I mean? Like it's real easy, yeah. I think, to copy somebody or like, you know, be fake and put together this character that can like become a thing that, you know, can get attention, but now you have to be that character forever. Now you have to carry it out. Yeah. yeah and that's, that just sounds like a fucking nightmare to me. Yeah. That sounds like an extra job. Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in a lot of ways, you know, this art is a job. And- oh, it definitely is. It most certainly. Yeah. I, that's one thing I said, like I work a full time job. I, it's like, I have two jobs because, you know, as soon as I get home from work, this is what I'm doing. I'm, on it until I go to bed with the, uh, 
with creating the actual music, you had mentioned that like, you know, you're, you have a team of people that are recording and doing all this stuff together. Right. Are you like, Mm -hmm. in terms of actually like recording your music, um, you're recording with other people or are you recording yourself? What's the, what's the method there right now? And like, how often are you recording versus how often are you releasing? Well, we have, uh, my boy Meraki slick. He, he knows all the mixing and mastering. So he does all of that for us as well. And basically that's, we can all, we all record each other, you know, We'll all tune each other in on the mic. And I feel like that's what definitely keeps the vibe alive in a studio, which I like is just having the same guys that you're making the music with actually create the music with you on the computer and on the mic and everything. And it's, it's awesome. Yeah. With the, the output, that you're like, how often are you guys all recording uh, versus releasing stuff? Because an interesting thing, you know, like say like there's like a rock band, right? Like they like get together once a week and they're like practicing and rehearsing for gigs. But when you're doing like rap or hip hop, it's a lot different. Like, you know, you're not really practicing, but like you can find ways to practice in your own ways. Have you found any sort of way? Do you have any method for like practicing or going over material or is a lot of just like you go over the shit in your head, like when you're at work and then when it's time to get shit done, you just kind of record. Well, basically, I mean, we'll all get together. Like say we want to make a, make a song with the three of us. We'll, we'll plan it right there. We'll say, okay, we'll find this beat. I'll find a beat that we all like and just section it out. Like, how do you want to do this intro verse and then a hook and then a verse and then a hook, you know, or we'll just sit there and we plan it all out really, or we just get to get the verse down, send it to somebody else. Like if you want to, you want to make a song, we'll say, I'll just send the beat to them. Yeah. And I'll be like, I have a verse for this. I need you to I need you to get something for this if you could. And they'll let me know, you know, and we'll just we we collaborate a lot in person where we see each other a lot. So it's it's pretty easy to put stuff together between the three of us and it works out. Yeah, I think that it's really crucial to have a steady productive workflow and just again working with people that all have like a similar mission and similar goals and it seems like you have that which is again like you're very fucking lucky a lot of people don't have that at least not as quickly as it seems that like as you have but again it seems like you kind of like fell into that wing because you were already friends with these people and all this other stuff you know outside of music you know who is Justine, when there isn't a mic in the hand, what do you do? You have any other hobbies, any other interests, or are you just like mostly focused on music? Man, I mean, like I said, I have a full time job. I've been working my whole life, and that's really all I know how to do is work hard and grind to get what I got to get. And so, I mean, I have, I mean, I have a lot of other hobbies. I like to go hunting. I like to go fishing. You know, I, but. Really, I mean, like like you said, recently in the past six months, I've I've really been devoting myself to music, 
And I mean, I still like to go out, you know, do do stuff here and there, go out with friends or whatever. But like like you said, I just been devoting myself to music really a lot the past six months. Yeah. So. Now, in terms of moving forward now into 2021, you talked about wanting to put together video content and doing all this stuff. Do you have any like video photo people on the team or is this going to be another endeavor that all of you are going to take on and learn how to figure out together? <laughs> well, a, a little bit of both. We have, we have a guy that knows how to do some video editing. We have another guy that knows how to do some video editing here and there. Our main thing now is trying to find a good video camera to start with that you know we can afford i'll just pitch in some money and get you know something that'll make some good videos and then find whatever we got to find as far as website wise to edit videos or however that works i know i'm not going to be the one behind the camera or editing the videos so <laughs> i got I'm you. not 100 percent sure how that works but i know that we're we're basically going to be the one, the guys who are on the team, we're going to be the ones doing them. Yeah, that'll be cool because again, like the, one of the funnest things for me, uh, I guess over the course of all of the time that I've been doing music, which is how much shit that I had to learn because, you know, just like me and my friends didn't know how to fucking do anything. So <laughs> you just start yeah. taking on all of these responsibilities yourself. And then, you know, down the line, all of a sudden it's like, fuck, now I have all of these skills and you can just use them to help build and get the ball yeah. rolling on everything with, you know, making videos. It's like, you really have to, figure out like visually like who you're going to be and how you're going to present yourself to the world. Do you have any sort of a like visual like gimmick that you're going to attach to yourself or are you just going to be you, you know, you're going oh. to keep it real. What, what's the deal? <laughs> I mean, basically, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to keep it me, but I, I don't really know what I'm going for music videos. I never really pictured myself doing a music video until now. So yeah we'll see how it goes yeah it's 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 a funny thing because when you like you know i i feel like you know we're maybe a little bit of kindred spirits here in the sense that like i like making music i like putting it out but like at the same time i kind of just want to be left the fuck alone and i don't really yeah. like putting myself out there as like uh look at me which is like yeah. so counterproductive especially if you're making like rap music or if you're hosting a podcast these are very much like <laughs> look at me this is about me and about us talking and like here Absolutely. we are on the internet but we're so we're still so uh fucking like <laughs> anti-social okay. yeah yeah in a lot <laughs> in a lot of ways so you know I, I mean i have no idea um how old you are i'm just assuming that you're maybe early 20s Okay, so early 20s. So you grew up like in social media. Like I'm in my yeah. mid 30s at this point. Like, so like I didn't have a, like a, I didn't even have a cell phone until after I was out of high school, right? Um, so growing up in like an insanely fucking like social time frame, you know what I mean? Like when I was in high school, everybody was antisocial. It's just what the <laughs> fuck it was. But now I feel like everybody knows what everybody's doing all the fucking time, you know? Do you think that like in a world without social media, you would be more social? 
Um, I don't know. I would say probably mainly because I don't know. I like, I like talking to people, but you know, it's like after you see the stuff you see on social media, it makes you not want to talk to people because it's, you don't know if what's, you don't know what response you're going to get. Cause people take things you just see, like I see on social media, some people will say something and you'll see a news headline that takes it way out of perspective or like an article or any, even just like one of the, uh, one of the pages on Instagram that posts like news or whatever, they just take it way out of proportion. And then you see like two days later that it was fake. And I, it just makes you not want to interact with people in person, but yeah, I definitely feel like without social media, I would talk to more people just because I like to get to know people's stories, but I feel like that's harder to do nowadays. Yeah. Cause everybody just has this fucking, like this fake mask that they're wearing. Yeah. 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 It makes it really, really hard to like, again, to like trust like what the fuck shit is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, you see shit and it's like people post stuff and it's like, dude, I know you personally, I know you don't really think this or like, you know, you might see somebody that posts a picture of themselves. You're like, I know goddamn well, you don't look like that. (laughs) I see you every day. Like, so it's just kind of wild that like, you know, that kind of goes back to what we were talking about when you put out your art and just being authentic. And like, because if you get popular for being something you're not, then all of a sudden you got to keep that up. Yeah. But like even people that aren't doing music are doing that shit nowadays. People that are just trying to like have a normal Instagram account or like live in this fake ass life. And then they're always miserable and like, they wonder why. And it's like, cause bro, yeah. What like, the fuck do you think it is? <laughs> you can't portray your life to be good and then just go back to doing nothing. Yeah. So now in terms of you and lyrically and like the stuff that you're writing about, because, you know, again, this is a very new thing for you and you're just starting to find yourself and find your voice. You know, do you find that like if you're writing about like your life and if there's any sort of like a struggle or things that you're going through personally, do you find that like writing helps that or do you prefer to stay away from keeping your writing too personal? Like even though it's like real, like sometimes you can still write stuff that's like maybe too personal. Do you find that like you're trying to keep up any sorts of barriers or is it pretty much like, I'm just going to write about whatever the fuck I want to write about? Yeah. It's kind of like, like whenever I write real shit, it's either you know, things from the past or I, I had, I started one song a while ago that was about a current situation and I just, I didn't even finish it. I could tell you that much, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I mainly go for things from the past that I just like know more about now, basically, you know what I mean? I know more about the situation and I can really elaborate on it. And, and like, I don't, that's not all I do. You know, I don't only do real shit. I like to, I do like, basically I would call it like comedy rap because it's not real stuff. It's just stuff that sounds fire. You know what I mean? But in my head, that's still something that I respect. And I like, I like being funny, you know? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. I think that, it's super crucial to, um, I think you might've froze. 
Did you freeze on my on your end there? Yeah. All right. Are you back? All right. There we go. We're, We're back. All good. <laughs> no worries. So, yeah, I think that especially when you're starting out, um, just writing about what just doing what you want to do, like whatever makes you happy, I think is really important. I think that having fun, even if you're doing like real shit or serious stuff, you still want to have fun in the process of doing all this because otherwise, oh, yeah. like, why the fuck? are we doing this? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And Just, you know, the fun shit is like, cause I started when I started doing uh rap shit when I was, you know, probably your age or younger. Um, it was a lot more goofy stuff because I mean like, fuck, like I was maybe like 16. So that's a lot long, younger than you are now, I imagine. But like, what the fuck serious do I have to rap about when I'm 16? You know yeah, what I mean? Seriously. So it's all, it's all just writing songs about like, you know, titties and robbing people. I, I had no, yeah. I had no experience with either at the time, but you know, you're just writing dumb shit and like, but it's fun because you at least learn how to like write a bar and record yeah. it and structure a song. And like, even though you're just making goofy stuff, it's like that like got me prepped for like, you know, once I got a little bit older and started actually having things to write about, I knew how to write a fucking song. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And that's, and people like that too. People like that aspect. They like those kind of songs they, I mean, it, it helps build your base, and like I said, that's what that's what I'm about. Is I like making people laugh and stuff, and if I could do that through songs, why not? Yeah. So, in terms of learning how to put a song together, right? Because like, it's one thing to be like, oh, like I can put a bar together, I could put a punchline together, blah 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 blah, like all that shit, right? Yeah. What was it like for you when you were first actually starting to like put songs together? Did it come easy to you or did you like notice some challenges when you're like actually trying to put a whole fucking like paint a whole picture, <laughs> you know, start to finish? It's a lot different. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like I said, I've always been into music and I knew I knew basically how a strong how a song was structured and what you would like before I even told cool that i wanted to come over and do music i already had a song written and i brought it over and i showed it to him and he was like dude i don't even know how to read this <laughs> <laughs> and he was like he was like but i'll show you how to how i structure my songs and i want you to like re-go over this and then show me it and just restructured it and he said, like, the way I had it set up, I would say it was it was pretty good. You know, for the first song I ever wrote, it was structured well. And, uh, yeah, it, it wasn't too bad. Like, I would say I, I had to learn a little bit as far as, you know, what, like, before I even started really writing music, I couldn't even tell you what the hell in the intro meant or a fucking... You know, like the hook, like I didn't know this, like, you know what I mean? I couldn't put together a hook or nothing like that. There's no way I didn't even know. Sure. What the hell, where, where to start? I think that, you know, when you're, you probably had at least some sort of a understanding just from listening to a lot of music. Like you may not know like, oh, like I don't understand what like, you know, a bridge of a song is. But yeah. I listen to a lot of music and like I know that like I it feels yeah. right to maybe put this part here in a song if I want to. Yeah. Um, and in terms of, you know, 
getting the songs together. There's always so much stuff. One of the things that I felt that I had a lot of issues with when I was starting and uh, a lot of other people that I know that start writing rap is they overwrite. I don't know if you had this issue at all where like in your head, you think you could say a lot more than you really can in the time frame, and, oh, it, like, yeah. and like it, it doesn't line up right on the beat. So like figuring out, you know, your, <laughs> your proper syllable distribution and rapping in different Beats speeds minute, and all this stuff. Yeah. 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 So, you know, with all of that stuff and moving forward, you know, have you found that like learning how to, um, that fucking light turned off again. I don't know why that fucking light <laughs> keeps turning off. Fuck it. Um, Fuck have it. you been able to like utilize any skills that you've learned from like writing and learning how to put a song together to like help you write other songs and like help like just change the way that like you approach the microphone? Because that happened with me when I started learning actually how to put songs together. It started making me write differently. Because like I write a lot more now to beats instead of like being like, oh, I'm just going to write something and then try to match it to a beat. I like writing two beats because it just gives me like a whole different feel when you actually like write to the music. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do now. I I've look, sit down. I'll look for beats for an hour. So, you know, I'll just go through beats and I'll, I'll put them all in a playlist and then I go through them all again and I listen to them find the right one. And then that's, I start writing off of that. That's whatever flow I pick up off the beginning of the beat. I go with that. And I like to try to switch my flows a lot. So I I do that. I definitely, I'm listening to the beat the whole time I'm making a song. Yeah. Do you listen to any music outside of like rap or hip hop adjacent stuff? Or is that like primarily your interest? Um, I like a lot of different genres. Like I like uh, punk rock. That's a strange genre, I guess. But I, I'm I'm a fan. I like rock, heavy metal. I listen to older country. You know, I, I like a variety. Yeah, it seems like you know most of the time, especially something that I've noticed with um, like generate like the the generation that you're in. Um, I feel that like people aren't concerned as much with genres. It's more about like energies of music. And, you know, maybe that's the thing because like there's a lot of um, similar energy in like an underground old school hip hop and a punk and a rock. There's like that, that attitude about it that I feel like a lot that can attract a lot of similar minds because it's not so much about like, Oh, I'm listening to hip hop or I'm listening to heavy metal. It's like, I'm just listening to some shit that's loud and angry and it's fun. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I look for in, in music. Like the music that I like, I like it because of its lyrics and the way the person puts them. Like that's how I judge the music that I like basically. With, you know, when you were first finding music at all, like how old do you remember like the first time, like you were like engaging with music that like you went out of your way on your own to try to listen to. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I like this so much. I'm going to like, you know, look it up on YouTube or try to find a CD of it or something like that. Like as a little ass kid, I couldn't even say, I mean, probably probably like i said like snoop dog or something 
I, I know I listened to him a hell of a lot whenever I was a kid. And uh, like Wiz Khalifa, Taylor Gang, really, that I listened to them a lot growing up. And I, I learned what they were about. And they were probably the first like group that I looked into and like learned their music and learned what they were about and everything. So are you, I'm assuming that you're like in the, the Pittsburgh ish area. Where are you from? Um, I'm actually from a little town outside of Johnstown, Pennsylvania. Okay. It's called Seward, Pennsylvania. Okay. So you're, you're in PA at least. Yeah. So, but right now we're in uh we're based out of Lake Road, Pennsylvania. Okay. 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 So it's not super close to Pittsburgh, but it is, it's PA. You, yeah. It's about an hour from Pittsburgh. Okay. So this is a question that I would love to ask, but unfortunately I, you're not going to have an answer because of fucking quarantine. But I was going to ask about like, maybe you can, maybe you can still answer it. Um, but like underground hip hop scenes in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, what is that environment like? trying to like come up in that oh uh, it's interesting there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of people that hate on our stuff or just because they're like oh you know kids just trying to trying to be different this and that whatever whatever the case may be there's a lot of people that hate on it but there's a lot of people also that locally support us as a group and the way that we're trying to build our business. But I mean, I would like to see it more obviously, but I, I don't know. I feel like that's, that's our main goal with social media is to reach further out because locally we don't get enough support. And as far as other artists in the area, I can't really say that they're the best. And I, I just don't know. Like they don't bring anything, any extra attention to this area, if you know what I mean. Sure. And so, I mean, we're really, I mean, our main, our main goal is to reach out past local, but I feel like it's nice to have local supporters. Absolutely. It's, it's crucial, but I can't even imagine trying to come up in an area like that. Um, yeah. I mean, cause I mean, I I'm, I'm in Pittsburgh. Like, you know, like I live four minutes from Heinz field and yeah, okay. I, I, I grew up in Pittsburgh. So I grew, I came up in this scene here, but yeah. even here it's like, you know, local support as a motherfucker and people can be really fucking weird. And the scenes all segregated into all these other little pockets and you don't see the amount of collaboration that you would expect it's weird. Yeah. People were just fucking weird, whether you're in Pittsburgh yeah. or Latrobe <laughs> or whatever. But again, I just know that like already, if you're in, you know, a smaller population, you're going to have a smaller group of people, probably limited amount of places to do shows when you, if you are able to do them. And I, it just seems like it would be so much fucking harder, especially for like uh, somebody doing underground hip hop. I imagine if you had like some bar rock band playing, you know, like, uh, Leonard Skinner covers, you could probably get some good gigs out your way. But uh, yeah. for like the underground hip hop shit, I just don't know like how you even build or grow. Because the other problem too, when you're starting out, like the music that you're doing, right? And this is a, this is a lot of 
we'll just say loud energy music, whether it's hip hop or punk or rock. It's like, it needs like a big stage and the lights and loud sound in order for it to be presented properly. Otherwise yeah. it just looks weird as fuck. <laughs> so like, where do you even like start? Like, how do you find a place to even just start getting people to take you seriously when there's no like real man. avenues for it? It's so fucking hard, man. Yeah. That's I've, I agree with that 110%. That's, that's my main concern is like starting out with small shows and like that's what we're dealing with is small stages and it's just us up there with our music and like yeah that's good and that's getting us out there but like it's not represented the way we want it to be you know what I mean absolutely but I feel like that's where the YouTube music videos come in and stuff like that so then even if say we don't even get to do a show for another whatever year or so because of quarantine at least we'll have the youtube videos to somewhat present what we're trying to put out yeah i mean honestly like if if i was you guys i know i i mentioned this earlier talking about how rappers don't really practice I would practice. I would set up something if you're I mean basically even if you had a show right now you'd probably be playing to like you know four or five people in a somewhat empty yeah. room somewhere right? Yeah. Just exactly. do that do that shit in your basement. Get a cheap PA system and just start practicing working working on like actually performing these songs, moving around, getting that stage presence down, just like interacting with each other, film that shit. If it looks yeah. dope, you can post it. If if it doesn't, well then we gotta fucking work keep working yeah. on this and just work on that. Put the time into it. That way, whenever you're able to actually play a show, even if it is just like a little fucking room, you know, it's not a huge stage. You've yeah. practiced playing little rooms so fucking much that you guys are just <laughs> fucking on fire. People will be like, whoa. Like you'd still make something look a lot bigger than it is if you put in the work. And that would be my suggestion to you guys, is just to like get that in. You know what I mean? That's, that's definitely a good idea. Yeah, it's not going to hurt. I'll tell you that. It ain't going to hurt. <laughs> you know, you, you can use it like, like I said, man, maybe you film that shit and if it looks whack, then it's whack and it's something you got to work on anyways, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. nobody has to see it. You know, <laughs> you just fucking hide that shit, delete, delete the file. But, yeah, uh, seriously. If it's dope, then it's dope. You just got to work towards it, man. Like there's, there's a lot of. There's a lot that we could all be doing right now. And it seems like you guys are already doing a lot. But again, I have no idea when any of this stuff is going to end or when we're going to be able to go go back into uh, some sort of a normalcy. I've seen like some people were playing shows in Pittsburgh at like weird places like, you know, bars that have stages and shit like that. I've seen bands playing shows, but just like part, it doesn't even like feel right right now to like be doing it. Which is kind of weird. I'm like, dang, like you really that you're really that desperate to play shows for some people that are just trying to eat chicken tenders at the yeah, craft seriously. house right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like what, the most productive use of time. Yeah. Like what what attention do you really get from that? Yeah. Yeah. It's I don't know. I mean, hey. Maybe get, something get that bag. Maybe maybe they're yeah. if they're get, if they're getting paid a little bit to to play while people <laughs> eat chicken tenders. I guess hey, can't can't knock them. Everyone's trying to make a little uh, bit of money right now. So yeah, hey, it's what it is. <laughs> yeah. So you know, before we wrap everything up, we're coming up on our hour here. Um, where can people 
you know, find your music? Where can people learn more about your crew? And where can people just interact with you if they want to, they want to link up? Um, well, if you want to, I have all the links for everything that I have on my Instagram. I have the link to my SoundCloud, to my, uh, my Spotify. I have the link to my United Masters on there, which has my whole link tree. And that's uh, my Instagram is Justain4242. And if you want to learn more about, say, me and me and my boys and what we do and what our group's getting into, we have an Instagram page. Our official Instagram page is quad.ent, and you'll see all of our updates on there and everybody's links to everything, Twitter, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, you know, any any streaming platforms that we're on. And we, mainly we, we keep really up to date on Instagram. Yeah. With everything that we do, everything that we drop, everything that's happening. It's going to be on Instagram. No doubt. So, hey, man, uh, thank you for reaching out. It was awesome to talk with you, man. I, I honestly, I wish you and the rest of the crew nothing, nothing but the best. It's a, it's an exciting time. Uh, I, you know, when you're starting out and you're figuring out all this stuff, I'll tell you this. Uh, the cool thing is like I've, I've talked with motherfuckers that have been in bands for 10 years and don't have half the shit figured out that you guys already have figured out. But I think it's just a benefit to, you know, coming up in this generation of social media and being, you know, looking up to artists that have like blown up on social media and like really just following that blueprint to some degree. It's like, this is the normal thing to do. So it's probably like, it wasn't even like a, what do we do? It's just like, Oh, we got to make an Instagram and we got to promote it. Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy starting out. Yeah. Well, especially whenever you have it all planned in your head and you're like, okay, now we actually got to do it. Uh -huh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it never, it never goes according to plan, by the way. No. So. <laughs> Man, we've been battling with merch for probably six, six weeks at this point. Like I couldn't even tell you, we just been going through so many websites and shit. It's insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you have any, uh, issues trying to get merchandise made um feel free to if you ever have any questions feel free to dm me i know people that do stuff reliably and affordably uh in pretty much any avenue that you could ever possibly need and i'm always happy to share those resources because i spent way too much time dealing with a lot of bullshit from bullshit people getting ripped off and if i can help people not do that and succeed i mean that's why, why yeah. the fuck i'm doing this show so yeah. yeah dude if you ever have any questions don't hesitate to ask because it's it's really nothing man it's all right cool it's it, it's not it doesn't take any effort for me to just share with you somebody's instagram that does some dope work that could help you i don't know why more people don't help each other it's fucking nonsense yeah it ain't that yeah, difficult seriously. it's really not that hard just send a link <laughs> yeah yeah it's not that fucking complicated <laughs> well yo justin with all that being said man i'm gonna do my outro and then i'm just gonna let you get about your day so thank you for chatting all right and sounds good i look forward to 
seeing you guys take over the world. If you don't, I'm going to be really mad. All right. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll, I'll check, nice. I'm going to check in with you in six months. And if, if you haven't taken over the world yet, I'm going to call you out. <laughs> For sure. Well, we're definitely going to try to, we're definitely going to try to get the whole crew in with you at some point. And yeah, dude, no blah. doubt. I'm not a hard motherfucker to get a hold of. Shoot me a message. <laughs> yeah. We'll pick a date. We'll fucking do it, man. I'm here to help. All right. For sure. Sounds good. Thanks for having me on. You got it, man. I'm going to do my outro and then we'll end this call. And right. that is all, folks. Thanks so much for being here. One more time. Justine, my dude, thank you so much. I'll be back again. Eh, I don't know. I, I, I don't even have a regular schedule anymore. I just do shit whenever I want to do it. So follow me at Start the Beat Podcast. And if you see something pop up, watch it. I'll be back then. But until then, take care of yourselves. Take care of the people around you. My name is Sykes. Start the Beat 2021. Woo woo! Thanks for listening. And we are done. That was a podcast. Hell yeah. All right, man. I'm going to fade this out. <laughs>